Welcome back to another video, you guys. Thank you for coming back. So sorry it took me quite a while to come back and do another video. Of course, I have to wait on the Lord and not just put out anything. Also, when you are ministering on here and ministering to other people, you don't have anybody to pour back into. You do have to spend time with the Lord so that he can pour back in. Um, just recently, I heard Joyce Myers say, that when she's on stage, that she's not entertaining. All she's doing is talking and without God, without his power, nothing you say is interesting. And that's how I feel. My videos are not enjoyable to me. I'm just here to pour out what God has given me to say, something that I've had experience with that I feel like you guys are going through. And that's my only reason for coming on. Quite frankly, I'm not looking for these videos to be entertaining. I'm looking for them to be informative. At times, you may see bits and pieces of my personality as the Holy Spirit permits. But this is solely about what God wants me to do. Um, am I always in a mood to do videos? Am I always in a mood to come on here and say what God has me to say? No. But again, it's not about me. It's not about me. It's not about how I feel. It's about what I know that I have to do for the kingdom. So here I am. This morning, I want to talk about a dream that I had. And this dream happened this morning, and I was upset. I was upset in this dream because the one thing that I know about the enemy is that he's a liar. And because he's a liar, he is not going to stop um, presenting us with the same thing, the same notion that uh, we belong to him no matter how far or how long it's been that we have um, not been in covenant with him. He doesn't care. He's a liar, so he lies to himself. You guys heard me say this on here a few times. I didn't want to discuss this topic, um, but the Lord is allowing this for a reason. Um, there are a lot of people who are going through the same thing. And sometimes I get kind of tired of my videos surrounding the same thing. But if the Holy Spirit is pushing me in this direction, this is a place that I have to go. Um, those of you who have dealt with um, anybody in your life that's trying to make you do things that you don't want to do, or you find yourself involved with people or in relationships with people where they're draining you, they're, um, they have more control over you than you seem to admit, this video is for you. Those who are in narcissistic abusive relationships, it doesn't have to be with a, um, doesn't have to be with a significant other or a romantic partner. It could be a brother, a sister, a mother, a father. It could be a pastor. It could be anybody that wants to have control over you. I'm here to tell you that you belong to God. The devil is a liar. And my channel kind of informs you on some of the things that you need to notice to kind of figure out if you are experiencing those types of things. So let's move on with the dream. If I kind of confuse you with um, when I explain the dream and basically what happened, go back and look at some of my videos. I do have a lot of them separate by playlists. 
And in this, for this particular video, this would go along with the narcissistic playlist. So take a look at that and kind of see a little bit of, um, I'm not sure if I put too much of my background in there, but kind of look at those videos to see if they match um, what you are feeling or what you seem to be going through. So I do have a prayer at the end of this video that I did, um, that the Holy Spirit gave me right after waking up from this dream. Um, and this dream was something that the Lord wanted me to give and share with you guys. And I believe that's why um, the Lord allowed me to have that experience. So let me begin to read. Again, if you see me looking down, I'm looking at my laptop and I will be um, reading off everything that I jotted down after having this dream. Before I read it, though, that's something that we need to do. If you have a dream and it's something that you are not sure of, you don't understand what's going on in the dream, you can't interpret it. Um, while asking the Lord to give you the gift of interpretation, you should be writing down your dreams, whether good or bad. A lot of the times the enemy will make you forget your dreams so that you are not hearing messages from God. A lot of people hear from God. A lot of people... Um, that is the only way that God can connect with you because you are not intimate with him as, as you should be in prayer, you know, and fasting and reading your word. And so um, dreams are God's way of getting our attention and, and us messages and allowing us to see what we're involved in and how to get out. It's a way for the Lord to give us direction. Um, it is his protection. So if you're having dreams and you're not sure what these dreams mean, at least take a record of them. Um, get into your word. And, and as you stay in your word, sometimes because of reading your word, it'll give you a clear explanation of what you're dreaming about. So again, let me get into this. I had a dream that this familiar spirit kept following me around. What I mean by familiar spirit is a lot of the times in dreams, there are demonic spirits who are, who are familiar spirits who will present themselves as somebody that you've been oppressed by or somebody that you've um, dealt with in abusive situations, right? And so this masquerading familiar spirit will appear to be this person when really it is the enemy. So pay close attention to my wording and the description of this dream. So I had a dream that the, that this familiar spirit kept following me around, kept telling me people, kept telling people, excuse me, that he was with me, meaning we were in a romantic relationship, even while appearing to be with someone else. He kept telling people that I was the main person that he was with. I told his family member which is one of the people that was in the area. It's like we were in like a party type area or like a family gathering. And he was going around telling everybody that we were together. And apparently in the dream, other people knew that he was with other people. And so he was telling them like, oh man, don't worry about that. That's that's still my wife. That's still the person. So um, I told one of the family members um, that was standing around that he was crazy for telling people that we were together and that he should talk to him, right? And he's, he responded with, he's not crazy. And I said, yes, he is. I've dealt with him for years and this guy, I've dealt with him for years is what I'm saying to him. In other words, I've been with him. Um, 
I've been with him intimately. And intimately doesn't mean uh, sexually. It means that I've been the closest that you can be uh, to a person you're in a relationship with them. Nobody knows you like the person that you're in a relationship with or the person that's living with you. Nobody knows you better than that person. You won't know who a person is until you've been with them. And so this is what I was explaining. And he said, his, his response to that was, no, he's not crazy. It's just that if you leave him, be prepared because he's not letting go easily, right? And I woke up out that dream. And the dream had nothing to do with being in an intimate relationship. It had nothing to do with my past even. It is because of the experiences of my past that I'm able to break down what this dream means, right? And so when you give your life over to God, right, or when you belong to him, you have proclaimed that Jesus Christ is your Lord, right? And you have stopped doing the things of the world. You have stopped being in covenant with the enemy because that's what all that means, right? The enemy doesn't want to let you go easily. He is going to put up a fight. That means that he is constantly going to stay on your heels, even if it is in your dream, even if it's presenting as people that you meet on your job or people that you meet, you know, just in passing, you know, conversations. The enemy is a liar and he lies to himself and he is not trying to believe that you belong to God. He wants you to be convinced that he will never leave you alone and it is because you are owned by him. Excuse me. So let me do this prayer real quick because I felt this prayer bubbling up, bubbling up in my spirit. I was so upset. I was so angry. And I wasn't angry out of um, out of myself, like in my flesh. I was angry in the spirit because the devil is a liar, right? I'm a child of the king. I belong to God and I have confessed that. And I meant that in my heart. And God has shown me in so many ways that he belongs to me. I belong to him. That he is faithful and that his mercies and his grace is new every day. But the enemy wants to have me believe something different from him. And this is why I always teach to stay in your word. Because as you stay in your word, your confidence is built. Right? The word says that faith by hearing and hearing by the word of God, it increases right as you read the word of God and the enemy wants to attack our faith no matter what your situation is the enemy wants to attack your faith he wants to confuse you gaslight you this dream is um it's an example of gaslighting I've explained what gaslighting is in the past um and I can't remember what video that is but again I do have a playlist of um narcissistic videos and videos on narcissism and in those videos, I discussed that gaslighting is a tool that your enemy uses or your oppressor uses to make you think that what you just saw, you did not see, right? That any truth that you may know, he goes against it and blindsides you and make you think that that's not what that is, that that's not the real truth. Just like he did uh, Eve in the garden. He told her that she wouldn't surely die, but that day she did die. She may have not manifested a physical death immediately, but she did die along with the rest of us. Every day we are a little closer to death in this flesh. 
And so that's the type of trickery that the enemy used, the tool called gaslighting. And again, this is what the dream was presenting to me. It was presenting a gaslighting effect. Like, you thought you got away? You didn't get away. You didn't get away. I own you. Everything that you did in your past tells me that you belong to me. And no matter how far you go, no matter how, um, no matter where you run, you still belong to me because we were in covenant once upon a time. That's what the enemy wants you to believe. And I'm here to tell you and to encourage your spirit that the enemy is a liar. He is a liar. And the way sometimes, again, you have to read your word in order to interpret dreams. And you also have to connect with God and connect with the Holy Spirit for him to be able to give you the gift to do so. Everybody has that opportunity. There is nothing that God is going to withhold from you and give to me and vice versa. That's not the type of God that he is. God is not one of us. He is not. He does not operate um, the way that we operate. It is impossible for God to be one of us. He's not carrying this flesh. We are, right? And so we have to be careful in that. You know, in a situation with narcissists, it's very, very like scary to be in a place where you are prideful, right? You think that you've read certain things in the Word, or you think that you've heard certain things in the Word, but you have to be very careful when dealing with narcissists. If you think that you know God's Word, then you need to go read it again. Just because you feel like you know God's Word, be careful of pride because it will seep in. You don't know anything. Always keep that mindset that you don't know anything and that it is the Holy Spirit who gives you with all knowledge and that you need a continued connection with him in order for you to, to, to interpret anything. If you've ever been involved with a narcissist, that's a clear indication that you don't know everything. That's a clear indication that the enemy is slick and that he is sly and that he's intelligent and that he is skillful in what he does and that it is he's very much um, capable of fooling the very elite. And it is only the Holy Spirit that is going to allow your eyes to be open to see the moves that he make. You know, I hate to, plenty of times I've had conversations with people and, you know, I've tried to help them in these situations and I would hear them. And again, this is, I wish I had my white flag. I don't know. I don't know where my white flag is. But this is no, um... This is no malice towards anybody. This is not me trying to be funny. It's just it's something that I hate to hear and I have to express it because we got to be kind of careful with what we think we know involving these situations. Nobody knows a narcissist like a person who's had to deal with this type of a spirit. And this is Satan manipulation one-on-one. You know, some people will say, oh, well, I couldn't have been in, in your situation in that situation for that long. I, I couldn't have been, you know, dealing with that for 14 years or for nine years. I couldn't have dealt with that. You know, somebody would be dead. And, you know, I hate to hear people say that because nobody wakes up and says, and says, you know, allow me to be blind for this amount of time. Allow me to not know or, or to be inexperienced for this amount of time and bring me out after 15, 20 years. Nobody says that. You know, nobody agrees to be in a relationship with somebody who's abusive, somebody who likes to control you, but doesn't present as though they're controlling, present as though it's love and, and it's, you know, it's attention seeking and all those type of things. Nobody 
and, and especially somebody that the enemy uses. Nobody is forthcoming with what they're going to do to you, especially if it's going to benefit them and not you. No one. So when you find out, glory to God that you do. And thank God that you can meet somebody who's had years of experience because they know what they're talking about. Never ever see yourself um, in a position where you can look down on another person and say, if that was me, I, I would never. You, my friend, if you're a human, if you are over 20, if you are over 18, if you're over 15, even 10 years old, you have encountered somebody that the enemy has placed in your life and you did not know that the enemy was moving through them until God opened your eyes, okay? We have to realize that we don't know bad or good until God is the one who opens our eyes. And if he is opening your eyes through another person that's gone through that battle, you know, with, with no one to give them information, with no one to pour into their spirit like they're trying to pour into yours, be grateful because that is the Lord showing you his mercy. That is the Lord showing you his grace. Because nine times out of ten, meeting any narcissist, you met them out of your own flesh. There was a desire that you wanted, that they presented as though they were fulfilling it to get what they wanted. And if you want to know more about that information, again, go to the playlist for all the narcissistic videos. And there's a breakdown in different videos that will show you how they slick their way into your lives. I want to read this prayer because I feel like this prayer is for somebody who feels like they're trapped, who feels like they can't get away, who feels like they don't know um, how it's all going to take place. But I'm here to tell you that the Lord is the one who opened your eyes and surely he has a plan for you. You belong to him and you need to profess that and proclaim it every single day, no matter how hard it is, no matter what it looks like. Make sure you allow the Lord to know that you believe his word and that you believe that his promises are yes and amen. Amen. So let's get right into the prayer. I plead the blood over every individual coming out of Egypt that the Lord will send a, a splitting of the Red Sea miracle in your life, that the Lord will give you favor in your escape. I pray that you draw closer to him as he feeds you manna from heaven to direct you in your plans to get away. Father God, I ask that you fill them with your peace and comfort as they seek you for guidance on their journeys. Father, though the desert and through through the desert, excuse me, and through the wilderness, your word says that you will never leave us. Father, no matter the drought, no matter the distance, Lord, we know and understand that you are there. Lord, I pray that you provide favor in this new journey, that people will come out of many places saying, the Lord told me to give you money. The Lord told me to share my resources with you. Even now, I call forth resources. I call forth open visions for a plan of escape. No devil in or out of hell will track you down. No demon, no obsessive spirit will be able to find you with the hedge of protection from the Holy Ghost. I pray a fiery hedge of protection over you right now in the mighty name of Jesus, that every unclean spirit will be destroyed in any atmosphere concerning you. You will be set free out of Egypt and everything that belongs to you. You will be set free 
with every resource that you need in the mighty name of Jesus. May every exit plan be sent to you. May your exit plan be executed in the mighty name of Jesus. You belong to our Father in heaven in the mighty name of Jesus. For those of you who are going through this, be encouraged. Know that God is the one again who has opened your eyes and it's time for you to stay closer to him so that you know when to move, how to move, just like a person with a walkie-talkie in their hand. As long as you are connected to the Father, he will give you directions on how to move and which way to go and when to keep your mouth shut. This is God teaching you even before you really begin the ministry. God is teaching you in these areas, even in, you know, this particular area. God is showing you how to hear his voice. Straight out of this, you will go into the wilderness. That's what we see in Exodus, that once the Israelites came out of Egypt, they went into the wilderness to be guided by God, to get instructions by him, to be fed by him, and to know that he was their God and that his voice was the voice that they needed to be guided by. Once they came out of the wilderness, they went straight into the promised land, not straight into the promised land. If you read the word, then you know that it wasn't a straight process, but when it came out of the wilderness into the promised land, the enemy was waiting for them, right? And we know that by the Amorites. The Amorites were the enemy, uh, the, the army that was waiting to attack the Israelites when they came out. And so with that process, again, this is very similar to the dream that I just read to you guys. Like I was telling you, the enemy is a liar. He does not care that you've made a way of escape. Because you have escaped him, he is going to constantly attack you because he's lying to himself and believing that you still belong to him. But we know that he is a liar, right? And we know that, again, any word that the enemy is using, and it's a standard above God's word, we know anything that exalts itself against God's word, God will raise up a standard. So I'm here to encourage you that God is raising up a standard in your life, that he has already loosed you from a situation just hold on tight to him so that he can continue to feed your spirit on which way to go. So I'm praying for you. I'm praying that you stay encouraged. I love you. And until next time, be blessed. Thank you for tuning into Something to Say podcast. If you would like to follow us on other forums, all my handles are listed below. I pray that the words spoken today will take root in your heart and feed your soul. Until next time, be blessed in the name of our Lord.